What's up, you beautiful people, and welcome to Life Rants. My name is Aaron Rhodes, and I am here with my host, Antonio Augusto. Yay! Yay! Hey, so today we are going to be getting into the Life Rants of Life Rants today, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit more real, and my, co- and my host right here is just going to get a little bit more in-depth of his life and, you know, the things that he's, you know, went through and, you know, just how he's has let, how it's led him to, you know, this moment point in time and uh, hopefully, you know, into how he got into comics as well. So, um, yeah, man, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm actually, you know, what's the line in, in, in the Eminem song where he's like, uh, my knee, yeah, my knees weak, arms are ready. I'm about to drop. I'm, I just spit up mom's spaghetti. I drop bombs, but he looks calm and ready. That's how I feel right now. That, that okay. Literally, how do I feel? Let me get this out the way. This mm-hmm. is not going to be your typical podcast. This has got. We'll, we'll touch comics a little bit. Right. It, you know, like like we'll touch comics a little just bit, slightly just slightly but this is a cautionary tale Mm -hmm. this may trigger people yes you know y'all know up front now uh and if nothing else nothing else listen if you're having issues this applies to me too go get help yes go get help all right because as someone who has also gone through some issues in his life as well and has suffered has been a strong person who has suffered in silence it doesn't help anyone it doesn't it doesn't please you it does it doesn't help you in your future and for your goal it only just stagnates you and keeps you in the same place that you are so if anybody is listening to this who has gone through any of the things that we're talking about or has gone through any kind of issue within their life please go and you know reach out ask for help when when you need it because it's never even if it's a small thing of just talking to someone it's a small step into getting the help you need yeah and like seriously i i'm not gonna mince words today I we can't help nobody if they don't seek the help first. Very much you know, so. one of the first things I learned is you gotta pick up the thousand pound fall. You gotta right. walk to see who, you know, who you wanna talk to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes you like you have to make the effort. Right. Like, I have sympathy for no one that needed help and then does some dumb do some wild shit and get innocent people hurt or worse. Mm-hmm. I, I have no sympathy for that. And right. quite frankly, with all the all the things that we can have, like um, that we have, like comics, toys, movies, like there's literally no excuse. Right. But it, it, it just depends on who you trust. And this is a big factor of chapter one, who you trust. Right. Like this episode is called Days of Future Past. Like, I mean, I figured you appreciate the title because mm-hmm. it's of an course. X-Men title. Of course. And you know, I love it. It's just, you know, I had nobody. I had mm. no one. I had to figure the shit out on my own. Like, thankfully... I'm a bit I, like if I needed help, I'm a chatterbox when I need help. <laughs> but it it's just dog. Seriously. 
go seek help. That's right. for men and women. Go, yes. Don't, don't keep those repressed feelings inside. And yeah, it's very much so. And it's a very, and women are better with it. But as men, we also shrug, shrug away from that at the same time. Caveat as well. though, the mm-hmm. right girl. Right. Here's the thing the right girl that's willing to listen, that's willing to tell you it's going right. to be okay. Or guy. Or guy. Yeah, I was going to get you there. Or, or, will, or guy or girl. The person that you're willing to trust that loves you unconditionally. Right. Because that is important. That's Very extremely so. important. And, you know, no, we'll just get this out the way. Support your local comic store. <laughs> right. And, Always pre order um, those books. I, I'll tell one funny story before we get to the serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm going to say the store's name out loud because now I don't give a fuck. Dallas Vintage Toys. In Dallas. I have no Fs to give at this point. I've always been cool with the owner. The owner, I won't say his name. I've always cool, been cool with the owner. It's always been mad cool with me since he had his little store, his little store out in near uh, downtown Dallas. He was always cool. Yo, the last time I went in that store, I can't help but feel like I was kind of profiled. Like, you never seen a black Puerto Rican person collect toys before? Like, seriously? Like, like, dog, I'm walking around the store. I just can't help but think. Like, I'm trying to be friendly. I'm trying to ask questions. Like, it got to the point where I was like, dog, do you, I literally said it. It's like, do you have a fucking problem? Like, I mean, do you have a problem? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to buy a Batman action figure. I, I ain't got no time. I, I ain't the one for the bullshit. Because I could just throw hands, just like I could throw right. plastic. Right. And but Try like Jesus, the, the dude me. in question has a history of like stupidity, and I don't know mm-hmm. why you would keep anybody in that store. But you know what? That's not my problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be the last time I go in there. I'll tell you that much. Right. It, because you know, another like another store that. uh that I love, uh, DF. I want to make sure I say it right. DFW Toy Stash is essentially gone, mm. like for like really bad reasons. Like, damn, that was my spot, man. But he was already struggling, like Panorama, and then some personal stuff that happened because mm-hmm. I talked to people, I talked yeah. to owners. Like he was struggling already. So then for me to go by there to know that he's not there no more, I was like, damn, this sucks, bro. This right. sucks. This sucks. Yeah. All right, but seriously. Oh. But um, yeah, um, back to but as I was saying earlier, um, yeah, we as men struggle with you know getting the help we need when we and not asking for it because we're so engineered and you know society has told us you know we need to be the backbone of our household, but even the backbone needs to have someone to lean on. It's all a support system. We all need someone to. Check on the the quote of um, check on your strong friends. It's not just, you know, it's not just for games. We need to ask for help. And also we need to know who's around us, who wants uh, who wants to help and who will, you know, be there with us through that, because there are people who, sadly enough, I've also experienced as people who like to be with you in your bad and while you're sad and while you're at your lowest, because it makes them feel better about themselves and but when you're doing good and when everything is starting to look up for you, 
they're nowhere to be found because they don't like that person that you're becoming and that person doesn't fit well with what they're trying to do and it could be the opposite effect as well if people don't want to be with you in your bad days but when you know you're doing good that's when they're all you know they're all there and there is somewhere they're all somewhere to be found now but when you're in the shit and you're like literally going through your worst moments that's what tells you who your real people and who your support system is so always be mindful of who you keep in your corner and who 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 you decide to give your energy to because that that energy the the thing about giving your energy to i did i thought that was bullshit back then back in the day i'm not gonna hold you but like i as i got older i realized like i give my energy to so many people and i try to do so much for so many others that you end up realizing at the end of the day you're you have nothing for yourself you have nothing else left to give but just you know having to decompress everything that was thrown on you so it's one of those things very much make sure you know who's in your circle and who you want around you and have that right that good man or woman who who's going to stand beside you in the good and the bad but yeah go ahead no. <laughs> sorry i went into a rant sorry i went into a rant no you know? no no that's fine man. that's fine because it gave me it gave me a chance to gather my thoughts mm-hmm. so listen the reason why i wanted to tell the story now it's because um current events that have happened where I just kind of had, I kind of said enough, you know, I, I talked about the story about my sister doing her wild shit and immediately it looked like my dad took her side. Well, now I gotta, I guess I gotta say it's not really my dad. It's more of my uncle because no, nobody that doesn't know, like my parents are gone. Like my parents died at an early age and we'll get to that in a second. But, uh, you know, it looked like my dad took her side and it just is kind of like, you know, man, I am, I'm going to say this. I am no one's fucking second choice. No one. I'm no one's second choice. It took me a, it took me nearly 40 years for me to learn that lesson. Karen Lee Carabelle Augusto, God bless her. I am her first choice every time, every time. And she is mine every time. Good people in my life, man. Like my people at, at the job, you know, good people. I would name names, but it would take a long time. So if you're listening, thank you for listening. I love y'all. Right. So I'm going to paint a picture. So 80s New York. 80s New York. I mean, it's not much better than it is that you hear about on the news today. It's probably, it's probably a lot worse. 80s New oh, York. Oh, 80s, 70s. Yeah, that's, that was, that was, some yeah. Huff, that was some hard times. That's Gotham. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, oh, that's the best <laughs> yes, it's fucking continues to be Gotham City right. with no Batman, with no, no superheroes, nothing, right. no James Gordon, none of it. All right. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you know, born in 82 you know my mom put my her first comic in my hand 86 i talked about that it was just league 200 beautiful story that the whole uh beautiful story the art everything just blew me away and then i grew up watching the filmation 
the filmation cartoons like uh, the 60s, Batman, Aquaman, Superman, DC Comics blew my mind. I wasn't a Marvel head till later, which mm. will kind of inform parts of part two. And, um, but we'll, we'll just say from eight to age 22 is my DC era. Okay. Because growing up, you hold on to hope. Like as a yeah. kid, you don't have a care in the world. You just you just go about life. You think that your parents are gonna take care of you. You think they're gonna like look after you. But sadly, I didn't have that experience. Um, you know, as many people don't know, the AIDS epidemic was rampant in the the eighties, mm-hmm. and then the the drug the uh, the drug era of the 80s uh took out a lot of people in new york city like a lot mm-hmm. like even like certain family members who i will talk about today um you know it it was it's just a f- fucked up situation for everyone and i always say you know my mom not my mom but my aunt used to say you do something you make the you you sleep in the bed you make. Mm-hmm. I might be saying it wrong. You sleep in the bed you make. No, nah, yeah, I get you. The people's choices that affected me, you know, is out of fear. It's really what it is. It's just out of fear. So, I mean, I mostly had a decent childhood up until about I want to say seven or eight. Um, my dad was my my bio dad was doing like heavy in the drugs, and my mom didn't want that around me. She wanted to protect me from the world as much as much as possible. And mm-hmm. I'm an, uh, just FYI, I am an only child. I have no sisters. I have no brothers. Everybody I call cousin, but there are two that that d- deserve the brother title. That's Jamel and. I'm not saying her name today. Fuck that bitch. I would say, I would say. So your, you have to say. So your sister is um is your uncle's daughter, right? Correct. Got you. Okay. Okay. Correct. So your sister. And yeah. so, uh, where was I? Help me out. Um, we are talking about the um your two um the the two cousins who you see oh, as okay. brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So beyond that, uh. The cast of players, you know, my mom, her name was Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt Lisette, my aunt Michelle, uh, my grandmother Kathy, my uncle Steve, my uncle Roberto. Mm-hmm. All was affected by like the crack epidemic. You know, everybody thought it was okay to do drugs. And, and, and my grandmother was a uh, Jehovah's Witness. So, like, she has a past. She was out here. She has, she was out here in these streets, but like the religion thing always bugged me a little bit because people use religion as an excuse to do whatever the fuck they want. Very and true. it's not cool. Like it's never been cool. And I'm like, mm. I know family members are going to find this. And quite frankly, I don't care. <laughs> like there right, is it's a true. Now, it, it, it's just, there's a reason now that me and my grandmother don't talk. I mean, let me rephrase that. We're cordial at best, you know, always check Mm -hmm. in on her. You know, it's the right thing to do. 
right? Right. But sometimes I struggle talking to her. Like sometimes I want to like, um, I want to tell her, yo, like why you wasn't a grandmother, mm. why you couldn't be there for the birds. So for those that don't know, as a Jehovah's Witness, you can't be there for birthdays, you can't be for the for Christmas, you can't be there for like all the, all the fun stuff that you would do as a kid. My grandmother was never there. And this is a person I fucking care about. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you care about someone where they're not there? So, like, as an adult, you're like, you know, I, I, I kind of bicker with my Aunt Michelle about this kind of often. It's like, why should I go? Like, honestly, she's 94. She's days mm-hmm. away from the grave. Why should I go? And mm-hmm. she promised me, it's still your grandmother. And it's just... yeah. yeah. I, to to her point, she's right, but it's like, you know, you didn't have a relationship with us by choice. Mm-hmm. By religion, by choice. So, like, everybody would have respect for her, but in, in, in my instinct, um, like, why? Why? Huh? What? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like, no, just fuck, like, just no. Oh, um, <laughs> sidebar, <laughs> I'm probably going to cuss a lot today, so you've been warned. Just right. the profanity, I'll, I'll try to keep it to a minimum, but you've been warned. So I guess, uh, I guess we should jump to the event where everything kind of went south for me. Mm-hmm. So my mother, Nancy, again, God bless her. She met some person, you know, her, of course, obviously her and my dad broke up because she wasn't feeling the idea of my dad, you know, doing drugs and Mm -hmm. bringing that around me. I mean, my, I guess I should talk about my dad a little bit. My, I, I love my dad, but like, yeah, future, future to present. He was always working. What do we do right now as humans? We're always working. We're always on this. We're always that. Never made enough to spend time with our families. I can't tell you that not one family member or anybody that I would know or talk to would not want to spend more time with my family. We make that fucking mandatory in this house. Mm -hmm. That fuck work, cut the phones off, let's talk, let's... Let's... uh, just talk and how you doing? How's your mentals? But I'm getting off track. So my mom didn't want that around, but my mom was heavily influenced by my grandmother. So that so there is a horrible, there is a horrible history there, and it's just like you know, like what do you do? You're a kid. I'm I'm eight year I'm seven eight years old. I don't know what's going on. I'm not a. I'm I, 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 I'm reading comic books, you know. Then my mom, she started dating this person, and this person was heavy, heavy in the drugs. But now mm-hmm. this is the start of the AIDS epidemic. Gotcha. And um, this guy gave my mom. This guy gave my mom AIDS. Oh now, wow! My mom could have survived. She mm-hmm. could have survived. But she was allergic to the medicine. Wow. What? Yes. 
she could have survived. Like, like I, I think about like advances in 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 that particular mm-hmm. disease now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's kind of like semi cures for HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear it, I I just get a little miffed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get a little pissed off, and right. it's just like I'm, I'm I'm holding back tears because it's like I wish that I could have my mom today. Like mm-hmm. I'm 40 years old. And sometimes I just would love for my mother to hug me. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like she would have loved Karen. She would have loved Karen. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of see it like, um, like they, they they would they would bicker a little bit at women do, but they, they, my mom would have loved Karen. But um, so my mom passes away. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm sorry about that, man. I didn't know about the story. Thank you. For yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mm. oh, uh, get ready. So my mom passes away. Mm. So my mom, towards the end, one of my favorite memories. We went to Disney World together. Mm-hmm. We went to Disney World. We had a blast at Disney World. Keep in mind, she's already sick at this point. So I had no idea that, you know, she was going to go. So mm-hmm. I go with my grandfather and my grandfather, Jose, I'm going to say everybody's name, Jose Martinez, <laughs> looks just like me. <laughs> All my cousins would look like for some god-awful reason. Likewise, likewise. It's just that this man's DNA Scrum. just spread everywhere. That's mm-hmm. probably the humor of the, all of this. This man, all of my cousins be fucking look alike. Like seriously, it's annoying. Like from light complexion to medium brown to dark complexion, we all fucking look alike. It's annoying as hell. It's annoying. It, it's yeah. literally the most annoying thing. But but I fucking love that man. I love that man. Like like uh, it's the way there is. And we'll get to this in part two. There was a reason why he came back into my life. And we'll touch that later. Uh-huh. Um, so my mom was trying to figure out what to do. You know, I was supposed to go, I was supposed to go with my grandfather. I was supposed to, uh, um, I end up going, my grandfather, it kind of fell through, you know, everybody was bickering, nobody could, no, and I, I, all of you fucks, I'm saying it up front, grandma, grandpa, uncles, all of you fucks are culpable, I'm just letting you know, I love y'all, but all of you fucks are culpable, all of you, because you could not figure out nothing that would benefit a young, a young kid who just lost his mom, you couldn't figure it out. That what was the best thing for me? I'm gonna take a deep breath. Ask, mm-hmm. ask me something. Just, just I got you. Piss me off. Just I got you. Uh, so, uh, one of my first questions I have is, uh, what, how was your experience like? Really changed, or has it made you mindful of who you keep in your circle going forward? Absolutely. All right. Like, like losing your mom. It. Mm-hmm. it, it uh, it uh, it 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 messes with you. Mm-hmm. It messes with you. Yeah. Like 
people say, oh, you know, you lost your mom and you'll be, you'll be fine. <clears throat> I, I, I'm 30 yeah. years past my mom's death. It still affects me. One, it's trust. Because I was trusting right. her to be alive and to, uh, to get me to adulthood. Right. Two mm-hmm. is abandonment. Mm-hmm. You know, I just felt abandoned. Like even right. today, even today, my friends, count them on my finger. You included. Yeah. <laughs> you included. I count them on my finger. Well, both my hands. I could, <laughs> yeah, you get my point. You're right. <laughs> yeah, just, just people like I know I can talk to. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna judge me, right? I can count them on my hands. Real talk. Right. And I'm not talking about actual friends that know me from day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's um. I learned the hard way that trust is a two-way street yes very true and i can't tell you how many times i've said things to people trying to deal with my mental health that has got thrown in my face mm-hmm. and it's like yeah that's and, happening. you know like look i straight up with everything going on today in this world i'm the poster child for 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 that kind of insanity but one thing i was taught early on is never hurt people unless you absolutely have to right like if you have to defend yourself that's one thing but i my uncle anthony who gave me the the cop speech everybody gets the cop speech once <laughs> yeah. in a while. as a, as a as a black right. man you yeah, get right the cop you get that cop speech you get the you get the cop speech mm-hmm. like you just whether you realize, realize it or it'll whether you realize it or not you get the cop mm-hmm. speech you you literally say when you see a cop do not be disrespectful right. or you will get shot right when you right when you get stopped you are your life is always at risk at any point you, i've you i've literally sh- gone through that me and my cousins were fuck up and you mm-hmm. answer his questions mm-hmm. me and my cousins went through a similar situation like that we were literally teenagers my cousin just got his license it was um the four of us and we were driving up the street and a car a police car pulled up then all of a sudden there are four police cars behind us for for 17 and for an 18 17 and 16 year olds in the back and like you know at those moments like it's not just because oh you guys were going over five miles in a in a residential you know that that's 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 a racially motivated and we are my family lives in south carolina so yeah new york's not well let me rephrase that new york is definitely racial I don't care what anybody says. Right, right. Listen, like, listen. There was a lot, especially of, back then. Uh, yeah, a lot of like, like Italian. It was, it was a big Italian neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the most part, outside of like the general, let's say, let's say a ten block radius, people right. know you. People know your mom and stuff. It was a big community back then. People know who you were. So any stupid teen, teen, preteen shit I've tried to do. No, my mom right. knew within minutes, <laughs> within minutes, like within minutes. 
But outside of Williamsburg, Brooklyn? No, no, you have to be. My mouth has gotten me into more trouble than my actual hands. I can't tell you how many times I got punched in the face for running my mouth. Uh, no offense. So people from New York have that uh, have that effect because my cousins from New York had that same problem with me, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm not that one. <laughs> uh, they they uh they some of them have to. Sometimes you just gotta you know get thwacked a few times to learn. That's that's okay. That's life. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. I got another question for you when you're ready. Shoot. Um. So um, as far um, so back to the conversation of your grandmother, especially with the the faith aspect of it now has her i guess um as you said like abuse of it or um you know or just her strong faith in it um has it given you a lack of faith or have made you more weary of it so loaded question but i'm not gonna mince words um i believe in god I pray to okay. God, mm-hmm. you know, um, I can tell you my church experiences were never really great, mm-hmm. but outside of that has been amazing. Right. Like it's, it, it's weird when you like, like religion in a building, a lot of drama, a lot of stupidity, <laughs> of course, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And with the here, let I'll do I'll, I'll answer it in two parts. With, with the case of my grandmother, mm-hmm. I can say with uncertainty, there is a lot that happened in her life that has made her lean on religion, and I and I absolutely mm-hmm. get that part because she right. essentially, you know. She's lost all her kids. Mm-hmm. You know, my uncle, my uncles, like, like, like out of all of us, where the grandkids are left, mm-hmm. one aunt. That's mm-hmm. So, like, I understand that you have to lean on something, or you're gonna go crazy. Yeah, of course. This woman has lost all her kids, and you know, my aunt Lisette, who I lost a few years ago. Um, my uncle Steve, my uncle Roberto, she's she watched all her kids die. And I don't know how anybody like this is one thing I've never understood. I don't know how anybody gets comfort for something you can't see. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah, you know, and it, it just I don't know how it's it's hard. It's it's hard. It is. It is. And then when I moved and then when I moved here. Mm-hmm. Like everybody believes in Christianity, which is mm-hmm. listen, which is great. Like, like, like for some people, if that's your structure, I'm right. not going to judge you. Yeah. But like, and I'll touch on this in part two. The ex-wife threw me into Christianity. Like, figure it out. I'm like, um, I don't know how to explain myself. I was right. like the biggest churchgoer growing up. Right. I mean, I went to Pentecostal church, but I did that. I was looking for I was looking for girls. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> I wasn't trying to find God. 
Right. I was trying to find trying to find women. Right, right. Which is no, I I definitely agree with you there. Um, because I've I've like you. I mean, I've always struggled with my faith. I mean, I mean, as someone who's because I I am now, I can say that I I do believe in God, and I am. I guess I would if I had to position myself in like you know spirituality, it would be Christian. Um, but I've had to relearn my faith because you know I'm I'm a gay but I'm a gay black man. Like I, I already know like you know the the cards are stacked against me as I'm inherently told, but like you know. <clears throat> I've had to, in doing so, I had to relearn my faith in a way because, like, it's always because we always know that the stuff that they show in the Bible isn't isn't all accurate. We all know that there are stories that so have so, not. So been... there's that too. So so that's the second part. It's mm-hmm. everything's up for interpretation. Yeah, very much so. So for a quote unquote two thousand year old book. Are those his accurate words? Right, exactly. And there, and keep and then and keep in mind that people, I, you know, I still struggle with the white Jesus aspect of, of it all, right? Because it's right. It, it's you know, listen, they said it in the Bible, made of wool, brown skin. All right, you know, it's just, and then. Church itself, I think now, I think it started off like with good intentions, but you know mm-hmm. what they say about good intentions. The right. road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm-hmm. I'm, we fast forward to a few years older, I'm sitting in a church and they're giving this motherfucker a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. A brand new, no, a pre, a pre, uh, what do you call it? Um, a used Harley. Expensive. Right. Oh, we're just going to give this to you, Pastor. I am down to my last 20 bucks. Right. I was married at the time, not to my current wife. I was married to another girl. We'll touch that in part two. I looked at it like, fuck you. I'm not giving this money. There's no way. There's no way. Like I tried to like like I had really good people that I, I hung out with in church, mm-hmm. but there's fucking no way the church is getting my money again. And you again, you learn slowly. Your innocence goes away. Right. The first part, the first part of your innocence, it started with my parents. It started with my mom. And I guess we should get back to that. Uh, yeah. Oh, I did want to finish my story. Is that okay if I do that? Uh, um, um, but uh, yeah, like, um, but yeah, we all know that there are stories that have been depicted wrong, and there are stories that we know that are clearly because they they like to say that there aren't gay people in the Bible. But um, I want everyone who is listening to this uh, podcast to listen and look for David and John in the Bible and their friendship ceremony. Um, and it is a friendship ceremony that his father, that they do in secret, that their that the father doesn't want him to have because he wants him to marry this woman, um, from another, from a distant land to help them. Why does the friendship ceremony have to interfere with that if it's not a marriage? So it's, it's those things that I've had to, 
like come to reconciliation with like obviously i've had to come to terms with it being gay and you know having to realize that god makes in the the contradictions that are in the bible but they are still god makes us in his own image and he makes no mistakes so it is one of those things that are not I've had to, to mention that if you read i think it's matthew or um new testament when he was mm -hmm. walking around god didn't go in the church god mm -hmm. fraternized with everybody else but the church which is why he was killed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. take a look around you see what all the stupid shit that goes on today right right let god walk on this earth right now you really think he's gonna go in these mega churches <laughs> right exactly exactly yeah. and there are people who don't use who use god and use faith as a crutch to do things that aren't in the in the wide standing because you know like people like to use it for bombings like everything every big thing is really every big tragedy are sometimes always attributed to religion and that's what gives it a bad rap and honestly I'm glad you brought that up in the because uh here we had a hurricane mm -hmm. one of the big ones in houston the city was flooded people were trying to get into uh what the hell is this dude named Olsen's church turned them away during one of the worst hurricanes that he hit houston that's what that's that's crazy joe olsen so, yeah joe so, olsen ain't oh, never been i'm not like i i don't know if people are fans of joe olsen i don't want to offend you in any way but yeah this is why I struggle with the church thing. It tells but, you who Joe Osteen is. Like, you know. Me, yes. And and like And maybe and even maybe he may not be running that, but still he knew about that. And at, at, if you knew about it, you should have done something about you, that after. If you think that he was in that church when all that was going on, homie was sitting okay. in his mansion. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Praise God. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm like, he may not have been there, he may not have made that call himself, but he was he was told about it and still continued to do nothing. So, so it's one of those things. But we're gonna but, talk. But yeah. But yeah, so mm. um one morning I wake up. Mm -hmm. I knew my mom was sick. One morning I wake up. I'm in the bed, clear as day, nobody around. Everybody's over in my mom's apartment. Section eight was a thing. It was a nice, wonderful apartment. If I could, I can. Live, I, I would love to live there, but you know, fuck New York. Hmm. Uh, but I'm probably eight. I wake up and no one is in my grandmother's house because that's where I sleep. My grandmother's literally next door. Mm -hmm. um, I have, I am a very observant person, but I am a very, Likewise. like, I just, I don't know how to explain it, but I just know things. Mm -hmm. Like I talk to people, I can kind of tell you what you're feeling and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I guess an empath of sorts. Yeah, empaths are real. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. that. I'm very much that too, yeah. Um, you just feel, like as a kid, you don't know, but like, as an, to me, to analyze it now as an adult, it just kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. You feel the wave of sadness. Right. Like, 
I get up and I walk next door and I knew what had happened. Yeah. Everybody was crying, but you asshole sent me to school anyway. Mm. Why? I'm little Aaron. I'm literally in school crying like a mick bitch. Mm-mm. Like that's my cousin crazy. was in my class. One of my cousins was in my class. That's crazy. Was, like I'm in school crying. Why, in anybody's right mind, send me to school? Right. None of you assholes were there to comfort me. Right. Till the funeral. Till the funeral. You, I guess, in their logic, it's probably easy for them. For them. For for uh, for the, for me to go to school to kind of unfocus, my mom right. just died. Why the fuck right. did you send me to school? Right, that generation That's believes in you know working through pain. I've asked the one like all of this. I've never understood that notion. Why the hell? I just lost my mom. Right, my family's crying. Why the fuck would anybody in the right mind send me to school? Everybody hugging me and shit. Well, that's great, but it's like right. That that right, especially at school. That oh yeah, I can't even imagine, dog. My my cousin Jamal was home. My 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 little brother home with them. You fuck sent me to school. I've never understood that logic. I've never understood it. Just okay. So. The funeral itself. <sighs> Nobody. Just a big ass picture. My mom was a very beautiful woman. So I didn't even get to say goodbye. They wouldn't take me to the hospital. And to be fair, she didn't want me there. Mm-hmm. That I learned later. Okay. Um, I learned how she died. You know, and I mm-hmm. learned that later. Mm-hmm. It's you know she met the dude, gave her the AIDS virus, and I said before, and you know my family started beefing, and uh, I end up going with my aunt Teresa, another beautiful person, flawed, beautiful. Um, I'm in a new place, Hampton, Virginia. trying to figure out what the hell is happening i feel mm-hmm. like i got sent away no one on my my mom's this says a lot about my mother's wisdom that the person she trusted was my uncle's wife not her sister not her, her grandmother my grandfather tried i know that part of the story but he kind of screwed the pooch Um, you know, things were going okay for a while mm-hmm. and, you know, you're just trying to deal with problems and, you know, as teen boys, you just kind of want to explore your body. Right. In cousin's case, <sighs> trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. My cousins thought it was okay to rape me 
I'm so sorry about that. I will be, this will be the last time I use this word ever. Well, not ever, but on this podcast. Mm. My own family hurt me. People mm. I care about, people I love hurt me at a very early age. Another person that was supposed to protect me had no idea it was happening. I couldn't tell her because I thought it was right. If that makes sense. I don't know if that does. I thought it was right. I understand. I've been through a similar situation that I haven't told them fully. So I completely understand that. I mean, I I thought it was right. Mm -hmm. I learned, I kind of learned later that it's not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, 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 people you trust. So already my trust level is negative. And I'm maybe 10 or 11 years old, 12, if that. So then there's the financial side of it all. When For anybody that knows, when a parent dies, you know, in this fucked up country, you get a check. Uh, the check is designed to take care of you. And it's basically uh, base, basic expenses and whatnot. Unfortunately, it's hard to say if I saw that money because my aunt had four other kids to take care of. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was just a paycheck. And, and we, while we worked this out later, like this is a person that loves me. Like, like I, I had no idea. Like I, you know, it was, it was a problem with my aunt too. My aunt was that. It's like she was getting a check. And then once it stopped, I was on my way to job corps. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't help that I wasn't doing good in school either. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so I became mute for a while. Wasn't really talking. Uh, you know, I really didn't start talking until I guess 15, 16 years old. Cause I was quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess black emo kid is probably the best way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I, if I don't inject funny or comedic I would cry all the time so right and that's and, and, and I do the same thing I get it <laughs> you know all this pain all this regret all this mm. sadness all this trust untrustworthiness it would break a person mm-hmm. but I am a young man that doesn't haven't really figured it out so, my aunt the says, actually, do you want to ask anything before I go any further? Oh, hmm? uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, um, the first, I guess, big question, does your family know now about the situation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they know. Okay. I mean, okay. at this point, there's nothing anybody can do, so. Okay, yeah. They yeah. know, but it's like, what are you going to do? 
Right. No, so, okay. So there's been no resolution with that. Mm-mm. I feel you. I'm sorry about that. First of all, first and foremost, I'm sorry that that happened to you because that shouldn't happen to anybody. And no, you know, I've I've almost been prey to that as well. And in in some aspects, have also gone through similar situations. So I completely understand. I am sorry for that. Um, but with the <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm. I'll you know. <laughs> In my fields, uh, it's all good. Um, but, um, but yeah, like going forward, um, especially with connections. Um, so I know you were saying, like, you know how you see your two cousins as your um as your brother and sister, and I have similar cousins like that because I'm an only child, and well, at least mm-hmm. on my mom's side, I never really get to know my my other my actual brothers and sisters on my dad's side. But my my cousin, shout out Bridgeon, shout out Bridgeon and uh, Brandy. What's up, y'all? Y'all listening? <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's have you has it trying to find a way to make to word this but has it given you has a sense of family given you all right i'm going to explain it like how i, I as an example I so got you. keep just for all right so for me um with my family like we we find connections like if i say you're my family sometimes you're not like always going to be my blood family but has blood hindered you has family come from outside your family or have you yes. made your family from outside? That's what yes. I meant to say. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because the family that you're supposed to trust wasn't really yes. there. So you, yes. So, but, but, but mm. I will tell you while I've built a, try to build a big family. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually people walk out of my life. Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, like, I I get it that I'm not like, um, perfect example of this is Mm -hmm. I had some church buddies I was really good with and Mm -hmm. me and my wife were talking one day and she made the observation that like, yo, do they really know you? Mm -hmm. Do they know that you lost your mom and dad? Do they know that, you know, all the horrible shit has happened to you? I've said it. Right. In one ear, out the other. That's friends for you, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have a friend, I have a friend named Corey. I know you. I know he's going through it right now, but he knows. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he asked me, "You good?" Which is which is nigga speak like. Right. You, you okay? You, you want right? to talk? Like, right. Like, <laughs> tell, that's nigga for it. Tell me your emotional state right now. <laughs> but and I, I feel that. But some, and sometimes you got to go through that because it it's like a it's like a strainer. It tells you it helps you tell who is going to be there for you, who rocks with you in those times. And it's like you just sifting through all the bullshit so you can get to your real foundation. And like I've also had to go through that and it's not a because I'm a guy who takes my like I've never had a genuine like true blue relationship to this point like but I see my friendships as you know true blue relationships as they should be as all friendships should be taken and like all relationships they you know you need to nurture them and you know also and also you know be a constant you know flow for both on both sides you know what I mean and that's one of those things that I've had to, you had to realize like, you know, some people aren't going to be there for you and some people are only there to take. So sometimes it's, it's, it's shitty in the, in the moment, but it's good to go through those situations so you can find your real foundation. Well said, sir. 
Yes. And so, um, I have one more question. No, you can uh, ask. Uh, so with your um so with your grandma i know um you said your grandma uh, you and her don't have a you know true like a real connection um <clears throat> but has like as as far as the celebrate not celebrating holidays and anything has she done anything you know as an effort to try to you know spend time and you know like if it's not the day like okay i know your birthday was this time but let's do this has been a moment okay so mm-hmm. i feel you you, I mean, you can't be willing to try if if they're not willing to try as well. As a kid, you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. As an adult, like you should have been around. Yeah, religion be damned. Right, and like I can get the relig- I can get the you know you're not there because of the religion, but at least try to be there for you know celebrate it on another. At least try I, to celebrate I, me in another way. If I'm if I'm being frank, any religion. Mm-hmm that says don't spend time with your kids on holidays is a f does it really say that i don't know what it actually says see that's the thing i'm about to look up you can look it up because i know they can't um because my uncle's my grandma's brother was a jehovah's witness and i know they like don't celebrate birthdays um because it's like vain and i don't know about holidays uh but look it up i mean but like any religion that says don't spend time with your children during their born day or holidays is mm-hmm. that that should probably tell you it's a messed up religion. Just saying. No defense um, if there's any Jehovah's Witnesses out there. Listen to this. Uh, no, uh, uh, I guess I should say that. Yeah, I don't want to offend nobody. It's just my experience. It, yeah. and it's not great. Not to mention, it's like I said earlier. You know, religion is an excuse for people to be shitty. I will say, I will rephrase that and say people use religion as an excuse to be shitty. Uh, not Fair. religion is, yeah, because I was like, I'm a, I'm still a, I still have faith, even though I know it's, it's been targeted towards against me, but I still, I feel like, yeah, that, the people do use it as a, a very much a crutch. It was like, yeah, I believe in God, but I will probably shoot you in the face. Like, right? Thou shalt not kill, but go go off, sis. But <laughs> you know. So uh, let's see. Ray, our word cousins. Mm-hmm. So um, my uncle Anthony tried coming back into the picture. He tried, and my aunt basically said, uh, "You can't buy him something without buying." Everybody, every other kid, something. My uncle's like, now fuck this. I'll get to him another time. Right. My uncle tried. Keyword. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, my aunt Lisette came back into my life. She's with her new husband. Mm-hmm. Are, are, like, were they married yet? No. Yeah, they were married. She's with her her new husband. You know, David, who I called dad today, but we're kind of not speaking at the moment. That, dads and sons argue, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, they realize what happened to me. They put mm. me in therapy. Good. So, yeah. uh, oh no, Wait. celebrate yet? Okay. Uh, so, um, how do you say? Take your time. (laughs) 
It's all good. When I learned, mm-hmm. I'm working through my issues with my therapist, and of course, my family told them some stuff. So he felt it was prudent to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me what happened with my mom and how she actually died. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, it didn't go too well. Uh, what do you, what's the word you say? Go off, sis. Go off, sis. <laughs> I get home and I'm cussing everybody the fuck out. Like everybody caught these verbal hands mm-hmm. because you are all assholes. Mm-hmm. The tr- even if it would have hurt, you should have told me the truth. Period. Right. I'm not the best. I'm not the best truth teller at times. I will admit that. But you should have told me the truth. Mm-hmm. And it changed my outlook. Like, fuck all you people. I don't trust none of you. And it followed me for years. Years. And. Um. As a teenager, you so okay. So so a bunch of different things happened. Mm-hmm. I wasn't because of those revelations. I wasn't doing great in school. I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to figure out life. I was a, a little slow on my learning, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I would sit in class, and all I would all the all that would stew in my mind is just this anger, this anger, like why. Just why, why, why this, why that, why this, why that? Mm-hmm. But I just, what do you do? Then the checks stop coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing great in school. I'm, uh, my mom couldn't deal with me no more. I wasn't being a bad kid. I actually held down a job. I was paying my mother rent. Buying anime and comic books and sneakers and paying rent. Helping where I could. Still being some type of a decent human being. Mm-hmm. How old were you at that point? Um, probably 16, 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, school, I realized school is, I, I realized for me to learn about things is to experience or watch because I am a very observant person. Like if I watch it enough, I can probably pick it up. Mm. Like if I, like, do you know how to learn the drive? Two reasons, two ways. My grandfather gave me the keys, drive, figure the shit out. The other way was parallel parking. I watched this dude do it during the day of my driving test and my grandfather's paying attention to me and he's like i'm not gonna bother him he's doing that for a reason mm-hmm. that man was smart yeah very observant he was very smart i lit he watched me do it and then he literally watched me do it and i could hear him in the background yes Mandel, you got it right <laughs> <laughs> literally did it perfectly anyway the 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 cash stop 
I wasn't doing great in school. So my thought, my mom, my aunt, thought it was the best thing to do was to send me to the job corps, away from my friends and my family. I don't know at 17 years old, you can have your first anxiety attack. I didn't even know what, what the word anxiety meant. I've, I've had that <laughs> at that age. What the word anxiety meant. I was literally, bro, I was literally sick for like three months. Mm-hmm. I was throwing up for like three months. Mm. Like I was just stressed out. In a new, I'm in Washington, D.C. I love beautiful city. Beautiful city. They sent me to D.C. And no friends. Nobody I know. New location. I felt like a fucking prisoner. This is 99. Somehow had a girlfriend and (laughs) friends who I can talk to, but it didn't change. Oh, and I lost my virginity. Which was a whole that's a whole that's a whole another story in itself. (laughs) (laughs) And um I come home for my first time in a couple months. It felt like everybody forgot about me. Mm. Like you cast me away to this island. You know, and you know, by that point, my sister is old enough to be of age and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, my mom, my aunt is focused on her, as she should. I mean, that is her actual child. It's you like know, I said in the very beginning of this podcast, I felt like I was everybody's second choice. Still feel mm-hmm. that way sometimes. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to call and just talk shit with your family, but you can't. All right. My guy, like sometimes I would call, and Nancy, I'm not gonna mince words when I say this. Sometimes I call, you get fucking annoyed when I call. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to just talk shit. That means right. you're too hot. Just need sometimes somebody to vent with. Talk shit. Right. They don't mean nothing. Right. Like, I sound so annoyed when I fucking call. Mm-hmm. You know, ain't no, ain't about nothing. You know. Sometimes I don't want to, you know, burden my wife at all my fucking melodrama. Right. She'll listen to me, sure, but it's not fair to her. She needs a break. Not to mention, my wife has been through some shit, too. But that's her story to tell. Right. You know, you know I get, and I get it. You know, balance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, helping my mom out. Job Corps, sorry, Job Corps. And somehow I graduate, I learn how to type. Uh, my first girlfriend, my first real girlfriend, me, like, beautiful girl, but end up breaking my heart. Mm-hmm. Cheated, cheated on me with my roommate, literally walked in, bro. She was in a nighty, and he was in a, in gray sweats and no shirt. 
What? Yeah, fam, they just fucked. In your... That's... What the... F- in his apartment. Because I, I couldn't get a place yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't... You know, you know certain places got to work at least three months right. to get a couple tracks. Yeah. Yeah, but still trash. Trash. Wow. Oh, like, betrayed me and everything. And they right. were trying to make it work later. And I was like, no. Right. Um, yeah, the damage was done. I went back to New York. Mm-hmm. Um... For a little while, but we're in the two thousands now. Okay. So we're about to end. We're about to end today's episode. Mm. We're in the two thousand now. My aunt lost her apartment. Section eight was like, "Fuck you, figure it out." Mm. So I was working. My aunt basically said to me, "You're on your own, kid. Figure it out." I stayed with. Uh, I stayed in the empty apartment for like about a week before I had to get out of there. Then I ended up staying with my uncle. Then um, I found a church that was nice enough to rent me a room while I went to work. Oh, that's good. Um, My first, probably not my best experience with the cops. I went back to get a haircut for my uncle, forgot my ID. Mm -hmm. Just for having no ID, I got taken to jail. Really? Yeah. And uh, my uncle, I love that man too. Steve Johnson. You know, asking me while we're in jail, hey, you okay? I'm freaking the fuck out. He's hardened. He's hardened. Motherfuckers looking at me like steak. What? Like I look like a nice T-bone steak. <laughs> I am freaking the fuck out because my uncle's in the other jail. So if guys, mm. some shit popped off, nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I was already feeling a certain way about New York anyway. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, you know, I move out of my uncle's, go to the church room. So I guess I'm 18 at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, figuring it out, trying to figure out life. Had a little decent job. You know, my aunt moved back, living with my grandmother. Yay. Still feel like second best. Mm-hmm. Any innocence I had left would be shattered one day in a day. Mm-hmm. Well, nine eleven two thousand. Yes, to paint a picture. Where I lived in 601 Metropolitan Ave, Brooklyn, New York, 11211. I can give that out because Google search is a thing. Mm-hmm. The tower, the towers, beautiful buildings, amazing architecture. I always like architecture, which, which is 
weird because I never got into architecture. <laughs> Not my point here. Um, beautiful, well-made buildings. Every time I looked at them, it gave a sense of hope and a sense of stability. Every time. Every time you look at them, sense of hope. Just amazing. It just gleamed out in the winter and gleamed out in the summer. Beautiful. Reflects the sun's rays. Amazing. I've been in that building quite a few times. Amazing. Scary. Um, wake up that morning. I think it's right after the first plane hit. And I have no idea what's happening. I just woke up. I heard a boom, but in New York, you hear it weird. Right. It's just, yeah, whatever. Right. Um, I walk up to go see my peoples. Auntie, auntie. Uh, try to get some breakfast. Because uh-huh. I think I might have left my wallet again. And then they always said I can go there and eat. So I was like, okay. Um, I go check the computer, but dog, I walk up the block, I'm walking down the block, turn the corner, second thing. So you saw it? Didn't see it. Oh, oh boy. That's crazy. I, um, later watched the footage in entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not great for the psyche, right? Uh, yeah, we we had to watch that. Everybody had to watch that um, that yeah. morning. Uh, that, not great for the psyche. Yeah, that played everywhere. Mm-hmm. So no computer outage because the tower, the the main antenna towers are on on the trade, on the World Trade Center. So mm-hmm. no internet. Mm-hmm. Um. Not having, not being really aware of what's happening, mm-hmm. I remember finally going upstairs and like um, finally going to talk to my aunt and just like, hey, it's like, oh, you're okay, you didn't go to work today, like, um, I'm off, right? <laughs> I was off. I mean, I was, I was a messenger, and you know, my um, because I sometimes I did messenger work on the weekends. Mm-hmm paid a little extra but i won't, uh, but it was only like literally like when i did it on the weekend like half a shift so it wasn't too okay bad. Mm-hmm. like 6 a.m to like 10 11 o'clock it wasn't too bad um so yeah the first like i know enough about new york to know that a proverbial shit was to happen I know where we were, we were safe mm-hmm. for the most part. But uh, I remember it became really real for me. And Jamel, I know you're listening. When my cousin might have thought that my aunt was down there. Mm. Now, distance wise, she was safe for the most part. But um, to teen kids, you're freaking out. Like, you don't right. know where you're, 
family is. You don't know. You just you're freaking the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Then of course you watch these things crumble in real time. Yeah, and all you can do is panic. You think it's a? You think like my uh, my boy Charles said it best. He's like, yo, it's a movie. <laughs> no, fam, mm -hmm. it's ain't no movie. This is not mm -hmm. a movie. Um. Cause yeah, like I remember when that happened. I I called. We called our um our people in New York like instantly, and they weren't answering. That yeah. So 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 the footage I watched you end up watching later. Everything was down. You couldn't get through mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah, you couldn't. You could not get through. Like, yeah, like it was hours of just waiting and like, yeah, it, those are those are scary moments. And I can only imagine how y'all felt like when it was right there, so real time. It, it's 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 scary, but thank God that most of the people I legit cared about mm. was okay. Right. <sighs> They instated martial law in the city, as they should. Don't always agree with it, but as they should. Mm. And um, I go home. I go back to my little spot where I'm renting mm. a room. They're showing people jumping from the building. Mm. Now, I've seen faces of death. That was a thing growing up. People getting shot and right. doing wild shit. So I didn't think this would really be that bad, right? Like, sometimes at night, like, if I'm having a nightmare, there's one particular... Um, scene during that craziness where this dude jumping head first and it was in the newspaper like they showed the guy jumping from the building mm. i fucking still see that image sometimes and it freaks me the fuck out mm -hmm. yeah back really? then they weren't afraid to show those pictures like they did not care like the left eye thing that that fucked me up like the um and then what was it the dale earnhardt one with the it was one car accident that they showed and i'm like I don't know if it was Dale Earnhardt, but it was someone. I'm like, okay, this is graphic. They didn't care yeah, back they, then. They didn't, they didn't. They didn't pull punches. But mm -hmm. here, here's where it fucked up for me. I should have known better to stop watching this shit. I should have known better. But I was like, in my mind, I'm like, why the fuck this happened? Mm -hmm. And trust. We're back to trust because that's what we've been talking about. Where are the people that were supposed to protect us? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Because as we can learn later, they're twiddling their fingers trying to figure this shit out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's government for you, kids. Not not really great. <laughs> Ever have been. So this idea that, that people... I, I like how... like a, a Sidebar, I like how today that they're trying to cancel TikTok because people are slowly learning and had enough of the bullshit. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm and and slowly that shit is the that that bill they they trying to take over they trying to take over social media and I'm not they I'm not for that at all. Workers like worker bees, but like right. I'm telling you, it's gonna reach a day where people are gonna get pissed off and it'll happen. And I I don't mm -hmm. want it to happen, but 
that uh, the White House will be a little crispy. <laughs> All right, right. You pe- you keep piss you keep pissing people off enough. It, it it's gonna happen. Right, exactly. Just leave people alone, or, or maybe like in other countries, maybe you can treat your people better. Right, right. Either or would be fine. You know. Just saying. But anyway. Uh, oh boy, I'm trying not to cry. So this is where I messed up. Take your time, man. I watched... They didn't have footage of the the first play. That came out later. And it wasn't like terror. Like, it's it's scary. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people showed up for the second plane. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, somebody had this angle from like three blocks. And watch as the plane. Oh, God. I'm. Whew. Watch as this massive jumbo jet pie, like, Paul driving into the building. Mm. Like, holy shit. And then my dumbass watched it fucking several times trying to like, oh my god. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't sleep that night. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, it took a while to get some type of um, no matter peace of mind. Bad, <laughs> bad, bad, peace of mind. And it messed with me. And also, you learn really fast that if the government bumbled the HIV virus, AIDS virus, they certainly was going to bumble this. Yeah. Which, yeah. Their track record is not great. Right. Look at COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They could have been on top of that, but no. Uh, and, it's, it's, and also, people ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. The ignorance of dumbass people. Yeah. I, I, I will not go on a political rant about the orange fuck muppet. <laughs> yeah, we know what he did. It, it he know what he did. Well, I don't know. Like it still boggles Lock the him mind up. The, the, it still boggles the mind how he got in office. Okay. You know what it is? You know what it is, and I say it every time. And and even South Park said it actually. We thought it was a joke and we let it go on. It was a joke that went on too long. And before we realized that it wasn't a joke, it was too late. And that's exactly what it was. Because I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people like, oh, this cute. Look at Donald Trump trying to, you know, do that. And everybody was hee hee ha ha until he was actually getting traction. And then by the time we realized it, it was way too late. And now we stuck here wearing these jellies. Oh, what the fuck is happening? Right. Right. Like, and the only, right, the only thing, like, he had going for him is, like, he may help us with our financials, but then ev- in every other aspect, you are, tr- you, you you proved that you are the, the wrong person for the job. Here's the thing, and we'll, we'll, I don't want to stay on this too long. Right. I had hopes for the dude. Right. You maybe, maybe me. a good, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you could turn it around. Make us some mm-hmm. money. Put some money in people's pockets. If anything, make some more money. If anything. If, if, if anything. But his fucking ego, mm-hmm. that's his biggest flaw. And it's still his that mouth. way. Well, that too. 
but <laughs> got in the way. Like he, um, it's just think. It's this is called thinking before you speak. That's that's really all it is. That's really all it is. <laughs> I'm ask me like a few more questions because okay. I don't want to. Uh, I thought I was gonna be okay ending at around the nine eleven thing, but hey, yeah. we we'll go probably another another ten minutes. All right, we can keep going. I'm good with that. Um, now, oh, oh yeah, I wanted to know because I'm. I'm a random person. Um, how far apart were the planes? Like, how far? Like, how long did it take for the second one to hit? Sorry, if I'm tricking you again, but yeah. Uh, within 18 minutes. Okay. Oof, goodness. Okay. Within, so, well, yeah, because because uh, my dumbass watched the footage within 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, look, I was one of those kids too who also watched watched gruesome and things that have also fucked him up, and it was like never again. Um, but yeah, um, so going forward, um, with, you know, your life now and who you are now, how has, how has, you know, your, your, you know, effects with childhood, you know, having to go through feeling like isolated and having, you know, those moments with your grandma and everything, how has that come up into your real life? Has that changed on how you view things and like how you deal your household? Cause I know like with me, prime example, like, um, like wanting to be a parent, wanting to be a father because of my absent father, which also realized that's why I don't like Cyclops as well, <laughs> but that, that's neither here nor there. That's that, that's my daddy issue. Not your, not the, uh, not, not Cyclops. Okay. Um, but yeah. you, um, I could be in a room, mm-hmm. right. Full of people loving on me, hanging out with me, cracking jokes, and I can still feel alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel, I definitely feel that. And you can tell I feel alone because I have a face. I have resting asshole face. Some days I could be really great, really happy. Mm-hmm. Other days, not so much. But sometimes right. I can be in a room and everybody's talking shit about me. I can still feel by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like that. And that's never never really changed. Like I've been around my family, you know, hanging out with my wife and her friends. Like, eh, great. I have really nothing to say. I still feel by myself, but that's like the weird anxiety in me, right? Right. It's like the weird anxiety in me. I, I've never really grown out of that. Mm-hmm. And to kind of relate it back to comics, particularly the DC age of comics. Yeah, I did have questions that were related to comics as well, but I was like, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about those. No, 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 we can't. Okay, but yeah, go ahead. um, Batman, Aquaman, and The Flash. Mm -hmm. And and Superman, because I love Superman. Mm -hmm. Um, Anytime I read a comic book, it always felt like I had some type of hope that no matter what happened to me, there will be a better day. Hope, hope that tomorrow will be better. Yeah. What it actually felt like was the Parker look for like 15 mm-hmm. years. <laughs> and what the Parker look is for anybody that doesn't know, every time Spider-Man's happy, it does not last long. Right. It's all. only a, it's only, you know, 
just the plot device to give him a little bit of hope and then snatch it away at the last minute yes. because um that's what Peter Parker is right now. I got hope. I got hope. Uh, life is like <laughs> no. What? Not today. My life is trash. Like <laughs> no, not today. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, the nine eleven thing happened and it broke my innocence. Mm-hmm. Like I was entering my Marvel ever hard, hard, mm-hmm. because you, then you like. I always say it every couple years on Facebook. I legit wish we have superheroes, people to inspire, people to lift you up, people to challenge mm-hmm. you, people to make things better. I look around right now. I don't see that at all. Right. Like maybe, maybe a few, but but as I think as a society, we like the drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Like, like 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 we really think about that. Like we like drama for some reason. There's no, there's no man in a cape. There's no guy in a tie to inspire you. I, I thankfully, I was fortunate enough to have people to challenge me, and push and push me to be a mm. decent person, whether it be family members or random people. For example, this is uh, Malcolm Starks, who is my job court mentor. Mm-hmm. He, he gave me game on how to deal with ladies but the gamey game on how to deal with life and you know there's a reason like the first thing the one of the first things he showed me was that he always said take care of the people around you Mm -hmm. because while you be having a shitty day somebody be having it much worse what that's fact man I stand by that every time. Yeah, that is a, a story that I take care uh, of the people around you. Yeah, and don't go romancing the stone. Right, stay focused on what you want to do, which was his right. way of saying, "Stop chasing these girls. Figure out your life." Right. And he always said that to me, uh, and I just and it didn't really click till I left and I broke up with my girl and I told him what happened. He's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, you romanced the stone enough." Go, 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 go chase what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I did. Fire away Fire your questions. Because I got to wrap it up because I got to eat soon. Okay, got you. Um, so, um, so going, so steering into the comics portion of, of the segment, um, how did comics... How did you get into comics? Or what was the no? I was the first. That was a question I wanted to ask you in the first um first part. Um, do you remember the comics that your mom got you? Um, or if you don't, don't remember it, remember no, no, what no. I superhero. know. I can describe okay. it to. It was a Batman comic. Okay. It was. I couldn't remember the issue offhand, but it, it's a famous cover that you see on posters. It's see. basically Batman on on like uh, trapped on this card. And the Joker's mm-hmm. hovering above him. Oh my God! I know. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen the that. The cover is called "The Joker's Five Way Revenge," and mm-hmm. he was basically the basically the issue is him fucking with Batman, the entire issue. Right. See, 
now that I know this is your reason, your your you know your underlying love for Batman. Now I can forgive your you know love for Batman. <laughs> so, um, like, mm-hmm. like okay, like, like like off topic. If mm-hmm. if like if Batman is my premier superhero, mm-hmm. you don't want to see the dude dark. He has dark moments, yes. But I'm about to say, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like I don't want to see him emo. True. Give me that. I don't want to see him emo. But it's just like this man is supposed. This man is the richest guy in Goth in Gotham, right? Mm-hmm. And the man, fictionally, puts on a costume every night to help people when he could be making it rain and doing drugs and all that fun stuff. That part. And I, I feel like people, like, the one thing I, I've never seen writers do is make him more, like, well, one writer came close, Tom King. Make him relatable. Mm-hmm. He used his trauma to be a better person, but sometimes you do it enough, it's hard to love anybody. Right. Right. So, I mean, Batman is supposed to be the best of us. Like, I I hate how people say Batman has white privilege. I hate that. But, 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 no, no, I'm not accepting that. A little bit, though. Kind of. I would say Bruce has it. Batman doesn't have it, but Bruce has it. No, I will say depending on the way he's written. Mm-hmm. Well, inherently, he's going to have white privilege because he's a rich white man. But I think it's because it, it's just like how Emma Frost definitely has white privilege, but she uses her white privilege for the good of, you know, other people. And I think that's what Bruce does. I think like he uses if he has the white privilege he uses, he uses it to help those who don't have it or who are less fortunate than him. So, I, yeah, he's always offering jobs. He's yeah. helping people out he's trying but the man can only do so much and this is a guy who fictionally fights mm-hmm. for his city right right try to keep it he's like he's 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 fights for everybody doesn't matter right. who you are but then right. on the flip side he's also punching people in the face on a regular basis so you know <laughs> you know for, to... for look here <laughs> fucking up whole fucking up uh, his whole fucking up somebody for just stealing a purse like this man is this man has two broken legs because this lady had 36 dollars in her purse like i need you to calm down maybe just like tie him up like you know <laughs> but um, um what was your what was the other question yes um so how did com- how did comics uh, help you through this journey, or and was it a sort of escape in you know in and out of your world? Mm-hmm. It was escapism, and it kept me Likewise. from doing a lot of stupid shit. Likewise, so, <laughs> comics mm-hmm. literally saved my life. Kept mm-hmm. me at home. <laughs> kept me away from the streets. Mm-hmm. Kept me from away from doing very stupid adult things. Right. Except spending money on books. Right. But people never... Okay, so the dark side of all this is I read a lot of comic books, right? But people didn't understand it. Everybody thought I was a geek, a punk. What? I wasn't very likable. You know, all of those things. So, Mm -hmm. like, while comics saved my life, it's also a curse. It's like, 
Oh, you read comic books? You're punk. Right. You can catch these hands if it make you feel better. Right. I did it, it didn't really help me socialize mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But it took me a long time to learn that. Right. And I and like a lot of people don't give comic like the people who do read comics, I think they don't give us a lot of credit because uh we, we learned about the world in different ways and we had to like the, the first of all the the generation of geek now will never i want y'all to thank your lucky stars we are we had to walk so y'all can run i need y'all to know that yes. right now for y'all who are listening the geeks and the nerds who have been out here in these streets in the Any, trenches hold on, hold on i'll take i got this anybody <laughs> the reason why you can be a geek right now is because of my generation do you know right. we got chastised and and ridiculed and poked at and fun we ran we 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 walked so y'all can run so right. i don't want to hear nothing that part look we look we had to hide our little comics and we couldn't really read them out Man, in public with everybody i had to i had to, I had to tell to keep my mom from touching my money i literally had to sp- look like buy mm-hmm. a fuck ton of comic books oh do you yeah. have all no i just bought this annual justice league see my mom was just happy that i wasn't i wasn't buying a, a shit fuck ton of uh, pokemon digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards like i was before because that was a problem that was a problem for me you guys and um i have spent she has spent a hundreds of dollars on, on pokemon cards and stuff yes. and um to buy just a few comics a week it, it, i she she felt that that was a good trade and i you know what i i have to agree with her i'm glad i made that that, that step up <laughs> all right two more and i gotta get out of here okay gotcha um so um with comics so what was your first um what, what was the first character you related to like someone oh, who you me. just batman. felt well okay. batman because you know guy lost his parents and all he wanted to do was do good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i tried and failed epically mm-hmm. all the time they didn't stop me from trying right i just didn't have the wisdom to know why i was doing it right got you i learned that later yeah yeah i think that that happens sometimes, with a lot of us sometimes being the 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 best guy or the great guy bit mm-hmm. me in my ass mm. a lot i have this joke at work one more time and, for the bitches uh, in the back <laughs> uh sometimes being the best guy is the mm-hmm. person that gets bit in the ass mm-hmm. and i have this joke at work and all of my coworkers know it i go I do something nice for you. Don't tell no one. Mm-hmm. No one. Like why? Because every time it bites me in the ass. Mm-hmm. So when I do something genuine and I, I am more than happy to help anybody out. More right. than happy. Don't talk about me. Mm-hmm. At all. Let the Lord see my works. Right. Because it says that in the Bible. I'm not doing this for clout. I'm not doing mm-hmm. this for, uh, um, you know, I'm not, I don't know how to say it. I'm, I'm, I'm just doing it because that's You're not doing dad. it for the credit. Right. Correct. That's just who you are. Right. That's I feel just that. naturally my personality. Mm-hmm. But I just right. tell people, don't tell no one. Right. Let me yeah. just disappear like to- tuxedo mask and shit. <laughs> oh, God. I'll tuxedo mask. Um, shit. 
I don't think I have any more questions. Well, nothing that that nothing that I want to do now. I think I'm going to wait for part two for that one. Okay, so I hope this helps with somebody's healing. Right. The next part it gets a little more weirder because I'm becoming an adult, and yeah. So if you like this story, share it. Share, listen, listen, listen. Share it with your people. Right. Share it. Put this podcast in somebody's ears that you don't know. Someone right. that needs hope. Right. Someone. Someone. So that's the beauty of TikTok too. Someone that needs hope. Someone that 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 has been there just like me. Yeah. And I'm like, Cause... okay, well, shit, I've been through this too. Right. I've been. I'm with you. And yeah, right. And I as much it. as as much stuff as social media, as much wrong as social media gets, I think that is one of the biggest things, especially with TikTok. TikTok is one of the first places that I've actually found this to be true though. Um, Where you think you are the only person going through it, there is somebody out there who thinks the same exact thing that you do. And there is somebody who is going through the same thing you do and someone who has had a similar story. And I can't tell you how many times I've looked at, I, I looked at something and I'm like, are you are you, like it's it's very much it's strumming my pain with his fingers, singing my heart with his words, like you know, it, it singing my life with his words. With his That's it. One time and singing my wife with his words. Two, two times, time. and that's exactly what it is. It's like a it, it, like you you find those connections, and so if this story reaches out, or if you feel this story might resonate with somebody and what we're talking about, for sure, share guys, it. Guys, hit us up. Right, share comment it. exactly. Share like it. if you feel like comment, subscribe. Exactly. If you feel if you feel this connection, like right, right, comment. Like right, exactly. Like subscribe. Yo, do we, all we, that. And I, I never really asked for it, but now I will. You wanna you wanna like talk to us more? Leave a review. I will read right. your review on the podcast. Yes, I don't care. Please. I mean, don't leave us a negative review, obviously, because then I'm right. look at you. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some... If I'm doing something wrong, but you know, don't be crazy. Don't get crazy. <laughs> I don't mind construction uh, criticism. Right. But guys, yes, please leave a review again. Right. Thanks to everybody that downloaded. Uh, yeah, man, this helped. Good. And Good. the therapy dog is here now for some reason. <laughs> Hi, Munch. But they always uh, making appearance. They always make a little Yeah, yeah. Feature. Oh, every time, every episode. <laughs> I'm just making appearance. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just here. I'm just here. Uh, yeah. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to watch Flash tonight. I, you know what? I'm so mad at myself because I forgot that came on last night, and I'm I'm going to watch it. I'm I'm no. going to watch it. Is and that I'm, tonight? It's. I mean, tonight? last night. It came. I, came, I thought it came on last night. Mondays. Gotham Knights came on last night. I'm hate watching that right now. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I'm don't yeah, people. I, I know this is the third time I'm talking. Why third time in a row? I am hate watching it. I don't know why. And you know, and it's crazy because you know, if anybody know, my homeo Antonio know that I do not care for Batman like that. But but for some reason, yes, but his yeah. kids though. But you know what? I will say this. I, I don't care for him, but his kids, I will rock for every time. Like, yeah, that's fair. Dick, Tim, like, first, uh, the my favorite kid will always be Cassandra Kane. Like, his his one and only daughter. Like, 
his the stuff with him and uh, him and her as like father and um, daughter is amazing and i love it and i just it just his kids just give me a warm sense and i guess turner hayes is i don't like him but i'm hate watching it y'all that's all i gotta say about it it to yourself all right tell me so we can get out of here of course so you guys can catch me at Kinkakoa on TikTok and Twitter. I'm getting a little bit more traction on there, so I'm going to try to promote it a little bit more on the uh, pod on there some more. But, yeah, you can find me there. And uh, where can we find you, my boy? Listen, Aunt, uh, Life Friends on Twitter, Aunt Life Friends on TikTok, and uh, Life Friends on IG, Life Friends Geek Culture on Facebook. Come holler at us. Matter of fact, don't even do the iTunes reviews. Or the uh, uh, Spotify, right? Find the Facebook page. That's Come the, to the easiest way. Yeah. That's the easiest way to hang out with us. Uh, my admins, uh, me, my wife, my boy Chris, who is an amazing, amazing photographer. Amazing photographer. Oh, I'm screaming here. I'm sorry, Kara. Um, <laughs> an amazing toy photographer. Amazing toy photographer. And uh, actually. We actually this kind this part of the story uh, next week's part, which which will why I got into toy photography in the first place, because that it's a fun story, but it's also a COVID story. So there you go. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And, uh, all right, y'all. We are gonna get out of here. I'll see y'all in a week. Peace. Deuces.